Hey everyone, this is Katie. And Chris. We have recently rebranded to The Cock and Crow, and this is our podcast. So this is the first podcast we've done where we haven't really thought about it in advance. Usually we have a subject, we make notes, we make an outline, we have certain points that we want to be sure we mention. Um, But today we don't have that. We literally... 20 minutes ago, we're having a conversation about fantasies, and I was like, wait, 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 stop. Like, let's stop talking, and let's get the microphone, because this is a really fucking interesting conversation about men and women and the difference between our fantasies. Um, So this is us just kind of, you know, uh, having a sort of off-the-cuff, you're a fly on the wall to just one of our silly little, you know, talks that we sit and have. Um, And it started with me... Um, noticing just some obsessions that I have and wondering, you know, where they stem from, if they're, you know, because I'm a woman, because I have a feminine nature, you know, whatever, whatever. Because basically I sat down next to Chris and was like, I'm 30 years old. Why? Like, literally, I look at a picture of Channing Tatum and I think I love him. (laughs) Like, I'm in love with him. That's ridiculous! That's like... I did that when I was 10 years old, and I had a Save by the Bell poster on the back of my door, and I would, like, stand next to the poster and, like, pet it, and I would make out with Mark Paul Gosseler's face on the poster so much that I licked a hole in it. And I feel that same way at 30! So... I was sort of, you know, wondering, I guess, if you, how that works in a man's mind. If a man, like, like, do you look at Penelope Cruz and you're like, oh my God, I love her. Or are you like, oh, I want to fuck her. Or like, <laughs> what, what, it, what happens in a man's mind? Um, I think the first thing that came to mind for me is I couldn't think at first of any one, you know, celebrity that I would think, oh my God, I, I love that that woman, you know, I want to, I want to be with her. I don't, it, it's like, I don't operate that way, but I would think, you know, from a sexual standpoint, sure. I would want to have sex with that person, but it's funny for me personally. I don't know if it's just how I'm wired. Cause I'm sure other, you know, men are different, but I generally don't fantasize about celebrities that way. Like maybe. Did a, you ever like as, as a young, like as a teenager? Yes. I think my first crush, as as I was sort of hitting puberty, my first celebrity crush <laughs> was Alyssa Milano. Was it like a lick a hole in the poster type I crush? Did, I did have a poster of her on my wall. In fact, the very first poster of any female ever on my wall at any point in my life was Alyssa Milano, you know, in the Who's the Boss era, which I think is so funny. Um, but even then, I never, you know, obviously at that point, I wasn't thinking sex because I was like, you know, 12 or whatever. But, um, you know, as I grew up, um, I still never really got super like celebrity fantasy oriented. I, I, maybe I'm different in that I fantasize about people that I know, you know, or people that I have met or people that it's like a, a realistic, plausible scenario to actually sort of be with them. Um, I guess there are a couple of exceptions, like, uh, as I was thinking about it and talking about it earlier, I did come up with one celebrity that, like, I really feel like more than just, like, a a superficial, like, sexual attraction to, like, somebody that I can envision, yeah, like, if I was going to be with her, like, that would be great, and, like, I I could totally, you know, fantasize about that, um, 
I don't know. Should I say? Yeah. Just because <laughs> so, it's funny. Okay. So Amy Adams, I find her like super attractive in way more than like a superficial, like sexual way. Like there's something about just her energy and her presence and the fact that like most of the roles she takes aren't like overtly, you know, sexual or, or, or even superficial. Like she's just a very seemingly down to earth person. And that to me is what really attracts me to her in that way. Um, granted, she is physically attractive and sexy. And in some of her roles, she's particularly sexy, which sort of makes the whole package all that much better. But what's driving it for me with her personally is not her, her sexy sex appeal. It's her, it's her overall like persona. Um, Okay, but so it's interesting because when you say Amy Adams, I think, oh, that's fucking interesting (laughs) because she is sort of the epitome of like the innocent girl next door. Yeah. She's not like drop dead gorgeous. She's very pretty. She has a very pretty face. She just is, she's sort of just your down home you know, very, like, classically feminine, yeah. kind of soft-spoken. So is that what it's about, too? In her case, yeah, that's what attracts me to her. Because sometimes, like, I'll see a movie with her, and, again, where she's not really trying to be sexy, it's more of just, like, an emotional scene, and she's just, like, so good at, like, conveying so much with just facial expressions and things like that. And, like, I will just, like, melt looking at her, you know? Like, I'll be like, oh, my God. Um, well, because I look at Amy Adams <laughs> and I'm like, I want to sweep her up and just give her. Ev- she deserves yeah. everything. Yeah, She's yeah, so yeah. adorable and so sweet and so wonderful. But then, like in that movie, I think American Hustle is that what it was called? Yeah, she was super hot in that, like hmm. in a totally different way. Interesting. Um, well, okay, because when I like when I look at Channing Tatum and I think, oh my god, I love him. What, what that means to me is that, like, I totally want to treat him like a king. Like, <laughs> I want to make him delicious food and do his laundry and pet his head and cuddle him and cheer him on. <laughs> it's not even like, I mean, yeah, sure, I want to suck his big fat cock because I'm sure he's got a huge one. And, <laughs> and sure, have sex with him and whatever. But that's like a total afterthought. But also, I want to be his queen. Like, I want him to completely reciprocate that and dote on me and and blah 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 you know it's more it's more that like i want to be that one special someone that yeah yeah he sees through the crowd of women and looks at me or or whatever yeah i think but for me in general i don't fantasize about celebrities like it took me some minutes to come up even with amy adams um i used to have a crush on naomi watts a lot too but sort of less Mm. so um but beyond that, no, I generally, like, if I'm going to, you know, sit down and, I guess, fantasize, <laughs> whatever that means, I almost always will default to somebody that I know first. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Which I don't. Yeah. <sighs> Wow, that's interesting, too. I I don't really. In fact, to be clear, I've never actually, I mean, I've never masturbated to Amy Adams or anything like that. So that's interesting, too. While I can sit and, like, fantasize about her, if you ask me to, I don't, I don't typically, I wouldn't think to do that otherwise. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, so... Another kind of interesting thing that's that's been sort of intriguing people lately is, um, well, t- tiny, tiny backstory is that if you don't know this about us already, we're polyamorous, which 
doesn't mean that we fuck random people all the time. Um, polyamorous means to many loves, right? Um, and so the, the concept is that, you know, you can love more than one person at any given time. Um, anyway, Google it, I don't know, whatever. But, so recently I, um, have this guy, he, he's, it doesn't even matter, but he sent me some glorious, glorious fucking glorious dick pics that I asked for. It wasn't like he was being creepy and weird. Um, And then sort of the conversation escalated to me asking him to send me a t-shirt I saw him wearing and not to wash it first because I'm, you know, into smells and want to smell whatever fucking smell he's imparted on it. And then he's like, okay, yeah, great. Um, But send me a pair of dirty socks. So now it's just like this fun, flirty thing And when I tell my friends about it, or I tell people about it, they're like, does Chris know? And it's like, fucking, we're polyamorous. Of course he fucking knows. Like, yeah. Oh, well, what what does he think about? What does Chris say about this? And it's like, what do you mean? What They're dick pics. What do you mean? What did he say about them? Like, it doesn't even, like, maybe you can speak a little bit to how how you actually feel about all this. Well, I guess... Because I'm, like, drooling over these dick pics. I'm showing them to anyone that will look at them. Um, keeping the anonymity if the person of attached course. to the dick is listening to this. But, um, you know, it's it's just a completely fun I mean, thing. as far as what I thought, my first thought was, yeah, those are pretty nice dick pics. Like, right! I mean, sure. I could learn a thing or two from the, the pictures themselves. Not of the dick, obviously, but the photos were done in a tasteful artsy way and I thought it was sort of clever because it was sort of a a departure from you know the typical dude standing in front of the bathroom mirror um, the dirty bathroom mirror just the typical drivel that is commonly out there right Um, but beyond that I thought it was funny like I didn't I, I didn't think twice about it on any level I was just like hey great those are funny pictures those are good pictures um that was it. I mean, there was no more thought beyond that. Yeah, really. it was it was completely like normal and natural occurrence. Like it would be the same as me being like, "Oh, look at this picture of her cute baby." Oh, yeah, it's cute. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It was just a, a normal thing that was happening. Yeah. N- n- not not that I get dick pics all the time, but just it wasn't like something that was out of the ordinary per se. Um, and then what about the dirty sock thing? I mean, I think that's just funny. I mean, to me, that's not my thing. I'm not into smells, um, at least not strong, pungent smells. <laughs> but um, I think I think I more so like the typical response is that like, aren't you jealous? Don't don't you? I mean, you know, just the typical things that like people might think of a guy whose girlfriend was sending her dirty socks to somebody else who was focusing her attention on somebody else. Well, that I mean, that whole thing that yeah, people no. do. You know, uh, well, I just. It's hard for me to even comment because I just don't... I'm not even wired that way. Like, I don't operate that way. Um, Because it's not like me sending him my dirty socks is like me being less into you. Well, yeah, no, it has nothing to do with me or us. And I guess I I didn't even... It wasn't even to the point where I had to, like, rationalize that out in my head consciously. It was just, like, so over before it even started that it wasn't even, like, a second thought. It wasn't anything. Um, I mean, and, and I guess, if anything, I thought... Great, you know, more power to you because I'm not going to send you my dirty socks, obviously. I mean, we live together, and so, <laughs> um, 
great that you have somebody that you can do that with. You know, if that's your thing, then more power to you and, and, and to the other person on the other end, too, for that matter. Right. Um, so, you know, whatever. I mean, it's all about being happy for the other person, whatever it is that they're looking for, you know. Um, that's really what pleases me about the whole thing is that I'm happy for you that you get to do this, you know, that this situation is there and that you get to enjoy it and that you are having so much fun with it. I mean, that really, if anything, brings joy to me more than anything else. So, um, Well, and it's delightful for me, too, to be able to enjoy it without shame or guilt to not have to hide it because perhaps maybe if I was in you know a monogamous relationship I would feel dirty and bad about having these chats with this person that I had to hide from my partner and oh I'll send in my socks but I can't tell anybody I can't tell my boyfriend it like becomes this dirty like shameful Um, secret kind of thing and becomes way more than it actually is because of all the the sort of the stigma that Mm -hmm. just engulfs it about operating behind someone's back yeah yeah yeah. and so to just be able to enjoy it in a perfectly natural normal way um is is very freeing and and that's kind of what I say to people about because even people who understand polyamory they understand that it's not about sex. The only thing people ever ask us is, "Oh, have you guys had sex with anyone recent?" And it's like, no, like that's not that's not what being polyamorous is about, you know. And that's not why I love being polyamorous. Oh, I love being poly because I can fuck anybody I want. It's not even it's not even about that. It's about the freedom to love. And so I let, I use this example um, a lot in that there was one time that I was home, Chris was out, you know, whatever he was doing, and a friend of a male friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, stopped by and was having a bad day, and we were just having cups of tea talking about it, and we ended up cuddling, just like super innocent. Cut, lovely cuddling between friends and Chris pulled into the driveway and in my mind I was like oh my god this is so great because like I don't feel I feel nothing I, I don't feel like oh my god you have to get up we have to uh, you go sit on that end of the couch or I need to run out and warn Chris or oh god I should have sent him a text just so that he wasn't like walking into some unexpected situation it, it like was nothing like that and he just walked in and was like oh hey like sat down and started chatting with us like it wasn't any big deal and I was just like fuck this is so great like this is just so like so much energy is wasted on jealousy on assumptions on weird perceived emotional responsibility for other people insecurity insecurity oh god you know and so to just be able to just completely enjoy the whole moment and have it all just be about the pleasure of it with none of the the bullshit attached to it. And for the record, from my perspective of that situation, I I didn't even think twice about it. Like I just I was glad that my friend was over visiting, you know, and that we could chat and that I mean whatever. I mean, the fact that they were like laying on each other on the couch didn't even register with me, you know. I just wasn't even a again, it wasn't even a second thought. Um so, yeah. That's an evolved man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, 
I guess that that feels like kind of a a good wrap. wrap I mean, up. it's only been about fifteen minutes. Does well, it... does a podcast have to be? <laughs> it has to be minimum twenty five minutes, or it's it doesn't count. I mean, we can keep going. What like? Um, well, I think. I mean, let's see. What else? So last night we were just talking about, as we sometimes do, um, the the notion of possibly dating somebody or, oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, you know, br- bringing another person into our our dynamic on a on a more regular basis, um, which is something that we've talked about a lot, but that we have never really done you know um, well it was funny too because we both realized last night that we neither one of us has ever dated anyone long term like just dated them because we've been serial monogamous where you meet somebody and you like them and naturally it just like progresses very fast you move in together you say i love you you're you're that's it. You're together. You know, so the, the dating portion of that relationship was pretty short because you very quickly moved to the committed, yeah. you know, part of it. Yeah. Um, and so I was remarking how, how fun it would be to date somebody long term, you know, to have that, that new energy and that excitement, you know, coming in and out on a regular basis and dating somebody where they don't know what time I poop and <laughs> they don't know my family drama and I don't care about their financial situation or their tax mess or their ex-wife or you know it's like it where it's just not that there's no depth to the relationship but but dating where it's just about the two of you and the fun that you're having and the intimacy that you're sharing and the things that you're doing together and and none of that real life shit (laughs) <laughs> you know, that, that kind of, that changes things, Yeah. you know, in, in a fine way, it's like what you and I have is like, is amazing and is extremely unique and is something that I'm not even sure I could have with anybody else. And so it's not that what we have is, you know, uh, bad yeah. or not enjoyable or insignificant or whatever, but it's just the, the notion of, um, having something that wasn't quite that deep yeah yeah because we've talked about what mainly what we've talked about lately is um lately being like last year is finding another couple and last night i was like i don't even know about that i think i would like to just date somebody and and for you to just date Mm -hmm. somebody you know not necessarily let's find another couple to bring in to make our committed situation even you know i i don't that doesn't even necessarily appeal to me in this moment. Because I've got that everyday comfort, best friend, built-in thing with you. Yeah. So the idea of, like, replicating that with somebody else isn't exciting. (laughs) You know? Like, I've already got that with you. So I want to, like, do something that's, you know, different and and But also more than just, like, you know, having something on the side. Yeah, no, not something on the side and not something that's just sex. Yeah, like it would still be like a meaningful relationship and all of us would still be involved with each other's lives, but it just wouldn't be like a full-on, you know, where they move Let's combine finances and let's share a house together and let's make a grocery list together, like not, you know, because it's almost like what I was picturing in my mind in terms of a man dating a man is gosh it'd be so perfect to date a guy who was busy like a guy who you know 
had a, a, a fast happening life going on and had a busy career and maybe traveled for work and you know so they don't have time to like maintain a girlfriend but at the same time who doesn't want the perks of a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Someone to have sex with on a regular basis. Someone who loves you. Someone who cares about your shit. Someone who's always there. Someone who's just like a comfort, you know, familiarity, all that. But without the sort of strings attached of of a typical monogamous girlfriend. Where like, they miss you and they need all this from you. You have to call them and check in with them and be everything for them. And, yeah. you know... So it's like, it'd be sort of like a win-win-win. Because I don't need that from somebody either. You yeah. know, I've, I've got you. So I don't I don't need that from another guy, per se. Exactly. So it's like, how, how cool would that be? To just sort of have the best of all the worlds. That'd be great. Have your cake and smear it all over your fucking face. <laughs> I mean, you know? <laughs> Shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, you know feel the same way so um i would easily enjoy a situation like that so maybe we'll do that fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Um, i don't know i yeah that's our sort of stream of stream of consciousness yeah podcast yeah with no notes if you guys liked it i don't know maybe tell us or something we'll do more of them where you can just be a fucking fly on the wall to our little conversations and get and a glimpse of if you know any single men who work who travel for yeah. work and <laughs> right send them my fucking way yeah cause I'm not kidding like that yeah. you know that actually is what I'm into yeah I on the other hand I suppose have a specific individual or two in mind already <laughs> Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Well, who of course will remain nameless on our podcast just as i won't name the man i sent my socks to this morning exactly so okay thanks everybody for listening we have a website it's really cool it's cockandcrow.com where we have our books and our other podcasts and we do web design and technology coaching and just kind of other badass things Go look at it. Yeah. Tell everybody. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.